The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, I hope you're ready to have a pure time because this episode comes with a spoiler warning level of Azure, our highest, most spoiler-safe rating we can give. Uh, we're just going to talk about some stuff from G Savior. Um, and believe it or not, there's actually quite a lot to talk about. Uh, also, at the end of the episode, we do have some listener questions uh, if you want to listen to those as well. Um, but yeah, no spoilers for this whole thing. Please just enjoy it. Friends and folks, and welcome back to our listener requests section of Mechanista in G. I'm Six Datmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. Um, and yeah, this is uh, oh boy, I opened up the list again, and I'm like, oh yeah. right, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, right, I, this is what it looks like these days. I've actually looked at the, I've looked at these things now because I opened them up after the one time, and now I'm just like, hmm, okay. Oh, you looked at the listener request. Um, I've seen, I, I saw one of the tabs of them, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, actually, now that I think about it, I've only seen the first page of them, which already has me going like that, but isn't it the second one? The... Well, it's not, they're not separate pages. Oh, okay, okay, so I've seen everything. Okay, then I have seen everything. Okay. I've ruined my own surprises. I didn't know if you had a separate tab at the bottom or something. For no, the, the tabs, the tabs I have just for the record, the tabs I have right now are early UC, late UC, very late UC, future century, which is a void, uh, after colony, after war, correct century, cosmic era, anno domini, uh, advanced generation, post disaster, regaled century, listener requests, cleanup, which I'm, oh, actually I need to censor that. I, I'm working on that though. Um, and <laughs> questions. Wait, what do you need to censor? Nothing. Oh, okay. Okay, I, so here's what I was thinking. I was thinking with the listener request section there, I uh, was thinking that it, because there were channels after, I just assumed there was a second page of them. No, no. I, I try and keep everything on one page for a given topic. Okay, um, cool. Anyway, we're going to roll, first off, a D4. It's going to be, you know, even or odd. Yeah. It's odd, so it's the first half, the, the generally less wild half. Um, okay. Uh, okay, this is no, you know what? Actually, this is not spoilery. Really? What We're we talking get? about the G Savior G Savior Origin mode. Okay, who who requested that one? Uh, that was a request from Twitter friend Lodric. Thank you for the request. Let's get into yeah, the okay. G Savior. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, I'm actually okay with that. Um, well, good because you'd have to do it whether you were okay I with mean, it or yeah. not. No, I just mean I'm okay with that because there are some fun designs to talk about related to this. Because of a PS2 game I may have played. But anyway, um, the G-Savior, G-Savior origin mode. God damn it. Rivaling the F-91 Gundam F-91, we have the G-Savior, G-Savior origin mode. Because G-Savior is the model number and G-Savior is the name. Mm-hmm. So, the origin mode of the G-Savior. Uh, what we have here is a next-gen uh, Gundam developed by the Illuminati, which will never not be a funny thing to say. Piloted by the ex-consent pilot, also never not a funny thing to say, Mark Curran. And later by the Illuminati pilot, Reed Fox. 
Reed Fox being the main character of the PS2 game. Um, mm. Because they got a new live-action guy uh, who, like, in the PS2 game with English voice acting and all. Wait. What? Are you telling me they couldn't afford to get Mark back? No, yeah, no. Apparently they couldn't get Mark back, so instead you have a new cool guy who is the main character in, in, in that game. Um, who... Uh, I mean, he's whatever. I... Okay, I'm looking up uh, Mark, a.k.a. Brennan Elliott, um, and I guess maybe he's a bigger deal than I thought in Canada, maybe? Oh, He's funny. not in a ton of things, but he's he had recurring roles on The 4400, Cedar Cove, and Unreal. I don't also, know what any of these also, shows are. Canadian uh, friends, was, if you know them. Congrats. He was, oh, he was uh, Dr. Nick... Bianca Villa in Strong Medicine. Is that is that like a soap or something? That sounds like a soap. That's a, that's a lifetime medical drama. Yeah. Oh my god, that's even worse than I thought. Okay. <laughs> it's produced by Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh what? That's what? A, <laughs> you've just said a combination of words: lifetime medical drama produced by Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, okay, whatever. Anyway. I just, okay, I have to read this. <clears throat> this is the opening sentence of the Strong Medicine Wikipedia article. Strong Medicine is an American medical drama with a focus on feminist politics, health issues, and class conflict that aired on the Lifetime Network from 2000 to 2006. That's a wild sentence. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, all right. I. I mean no disrespect to anyone involved. I just that's a lot to process a, for it's a show it's a it's a show that's very different from things I tend to watch. That's all. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm reading some of the summary. What the fuck? All right. All right. J Savior, G Savior Origin Mode. Uh this is the naked G Savior. For the head, we've got uh so the G Savior designs are still done by Okawara. Uh a lot of people know them from the not good CG from the film. Um, but there, there are, they are still designed by like people who know how to design Mecca. <laughs> it's just that they look a little wonky and, and, you know, in the, well, speaking of things. looking a little wonky, Hey Dylan, what, what if you just gave up about 60% of the way through your RG? Uh, uh, finish your damn justice. Anyway, G saver. No, I'm not talking about the G savior. <laughs> look at this thing. Oh, oh, right. They okay. gave up. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought, look, we just had a conversation about a real grade, so that's why my brain was like, wait. Yeah, my my, my real grade is basically I have to push the two parts together, and then I have to scour to see if there are any parts left that I forgot. Otherwise, it's done. Okay, well, better than I thought. All right. Yeah, no, this thing's naked. Uh, The head. You have a very Okawara Gundam head. Uh, Very interesting because it's all white, but, like, you know, there's a Mohawk <laughs> camera. There's a V-fin, there's a forehead jewel, there's eyes, you have a face mask with two little vents in it, you've got a long chin, you've got vents on the side of the head along with some Vulcans. This is a... This is a Gundam head. This is just Okawara drawing a Gundam head in all white. And it's then, extremely classic. Yeah. The torso is where things get real weird. So, you've got two like closed vents is how they look like to me. Uh, mm -hmm. On the, you know, center of the chest, you do have, like, a weird cockpit hatch, because it's kind of, like, not where you expect it to be, because it's, like, more up, 
Yeah, it's definitely higher up than a. Than you also a have like I believe be. that would be a camera below it. Mm-hmm. Um, the segments for the torso are really weird compared to what we normally see for a Gundam. Instead of having like you know like normally you have like that red area that is just like a couple of segments, you've got like this. It almost looks like like knight armor or something like for like f- flexible like plate armor on like an uh, arm or something. Specifically, it reminds me of like like Roman. I want to say centurion armor. I can see that too. Yeah, like it's like these like layers of metal like over each other that are just like, you know, you can see the little sections. It's really different than what we usually get for like a Gundam midsection. Listen, when you're dealing with the Illuminati, they uh they have they have roots. They go back, and the old ways are best. Um. For the arms, uh, the shoulders are just a frame of a shoulder. There's absolutely no armor on this. Uh, just It's just like, it's literally the frame of a shoulder. Same with the upper arm. The upper arm ends up having more detail because it is so unarmored than you like usually get with a Gundam. Like, you can see a piston in there, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, just like in, embedded in the bicep. Uh very like ball shaped joints for the upper arm to the lower arm. Uh, the lower arms are very round in an interesting way. Um, you know, they feel like they feel very weird for Gundam arms because Gundam arms are usually so square that these just being like circular just throws me off a little because they, mm-hmm. they feel more like something you would expect on like a Xeon design or something. Um, and the hand, uh, the even the hand armor is a little different. Uh, there's like these little uh curled back like it just has like a little extra armor like swept back uh near the top of the armor there, which is kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the waist, none of the skirts have any armor on them. It's just the frame. But there is, like, a clearly defined front skirt, uh, rear skirts, side skirts. Um, and then just, like, a very standard, what you expect out of a Gundam-type mobile suit crotch piece. Uh, same with Though the it is not a Gundam. I, yes, the G-Savior, right. It is not a Gundam, it is a G. What, okay, what does, so it's the G-Savior, G-Savior. Uh, in the model name, G-Savior is all caps. I'm not going to ask you till the end. I want you to think about it. What that's an acronym for. Do we know? I can't remember. I, I, no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever said that we have to invent it. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, this is a creative writing task right now. Um, yeah. All right. So moving on down the upper thighs, again, no armor. You do have visible pistons though, which are really nice. Again, I just like seeing the detail. Um, there's a set of visible pistons on the back of the legs specifically. Um, for the lower legs, again, very round armor, um, going on with this. Uh, the, the legs, just like the, you have like these very, like, I I think it kind of reminds me of like a evolved F91 style thing going on here. Like in terms of just like shapes being used here, like with the way the legs are segmented, because it like mm-hmm. goes together very cleanly, even though there's like armor segments. Uh, though the knees, again, no armor on the knees, just frame. Uh, I mean, size wise, how does it compare to uh, like an F91? How tall is it? Oh, this is an 18 meter Gundam. So this is actually like a original Gundam size Gundam. Huh. Okay. They got big again in the, the very, very late UC. The one that isn't tied to Gaia Gear. <laughs> um, the the other other late you see. Um, for the feet, you've got so you actually see the very visible like big ball connector for the feet there, which is kind of cool. Uh, the ankle armor is there's it's like embedded on the foot instead, and it kind of covers all around. Uh, from the front to the back, which is kind of neat. Uh, and then the feet are, I mean, they're mobile suit feet. Uh, for the backpack. 
again, very bones backpack, bare bones backpack. You've got just a backpack. Uh, it does have a single beam saber over the shoulder on the um, on the right hand side of it. Um, the you just got a set of like two thrusters, basically very simple. They do have a uh, little covers to keep them from like any blast back hitting the uh, body, which is kind of cool, but very mm -hmm. minimalistic. Um, which I mean, it makes sense that the origin mode is very minimalistic because this is a mobile suit that is made to be modular part swappy because that was all the rage in that era. Um, it's interesting because this is really far in the future, right? This yes. is uh, 223 UC, and this thing looks like. A gym Gundam. Yeah. It's weird. It, it, it is weird because in some ways it looks very futuristic. Like compared to what you get out of Gundam, but like in not in a normal way, right? It doesn't feel like an advanced mobile suit. It don't, It feels like an AU suit, if I'm being honest, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the thing. Like, um... Now, should note, with the colors, while the line art does show it in all black and white, it does actually have uh, some color going on, like the V-fin and the forehead jewel are blue, and like the upper torso parts are also blue, same with the upper arms, and like the cockpit hatch is red. Um, I, for some reason, the line art, I don't know why the line art is like this detailed line art that's clearly painted, but that's not the colors they use in the, in the movie, or like in the model later. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if this is just like the original planned colors and then they added more colors to make it more vibrant in 3D or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm going to guess they they liked this color scheme and then they put it in the in the movie and they were like, wow, with our incredible CG, this looks even shitty. <laughs> Remember there was that era where like Fox and like other big companies were like, we want to buy Gundam wing rights so we can do it. And Bandai was like, no. And then they're like, OK, it's time for our 35th anniversary or, uh, the 30th anniversary time to uh find uh or wait was that even 30 no that was oh god yeah no 1999 that's 20th anniversary fuck sorry getting all my anniversary events mixed up for gundam gundam's old anyway it is okay so here, here's here's one right here's one mm -hmm. i'll come up with more this one's not very good general superior armored variable instrument observation utility return i'm gonna work on more okay you do that um so, yeah, the G-Savior Origin mode is the bare bones, this has no packs on it mode. I don't think you would really want to deploy this, honestly, is the thing. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, it's clearly capable of being deployed, right? Yeah. But it, 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 this is the, this is the hangar module. Yeah, it is, this is just, yeah. So, there are two modules for it, though, that we can talk about. We've got the space mode and the terrain mode uh we'll start with the space mode uh which i think the space mode is probably like the er mode of it right mm -hmm. i mean it's the, it's the, it's the one that they show in the movie you know yeah. yeah for sure uh it is i mean it does use the terrain mode a little bit but does it am i forgetting uh yeah yeah it does use the term terrain mode at one point um it's when it's fighting inside of the um colony i believe Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Uh huh. Um, but uh, the the space mode is so. What we've added on to the original, uh, we've added some extra armor on the torso. Uh, specifically, it, well, actually, I'm curious. Are those? Yeah, no, the little bumpy bits are not there. Okay, yeah. So if you look like around like the head, like you have these two little like 
sort of like white armor with like a little blue cap on it those are added on top of the torso so those are not normally mm. there um the shoulders you we've added some big round shoulder armor too uh with thrusters inside of it uh for the forearms the upper arms actually haven't added any armor which is a weird look like they are still very bare but the mm-hmm. forearms you we've added like these big guards on them that um can also generate beam shields uh on the left arm you can see the little you got the little thingy the little cap that pops up mm-hmm. um for the waist so you've got these like very square thruster um front skirts like they they have like a very like defined like hole in them that is like they these are meant to have like thrust come out of them which is kind of cool uh just because of how big they are they look really weird for front skirts. like these look like they should be rear skirts almost is the thing um for the side skirts you've got these big massive like like sort of um seed flight units see yeah they're they're very <laughs> like they kind of remind me of the aegis oh wait a minute i forgot okay sorry look i know we just watched the movie in the movie, this mobile suit, it's so weird. The colors are so much more muted than in the CG. Anyway, um, I guess they are the same colors. They're just super muted. God. Um, the CG that the page is using here is actually the render for the video game, not for the uh, film. Uh, though the film render here is also not good because it's brown for some reason, which is not what it is in the film. But anyway, it is very funny to me that the video game model looks way better than the CG model. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, anyway, the, um, for the rear skirts, you just have, like, a plate added, like, a full plate over the whole rear area, um, but it's not, like, too fancy or anything. Um, for the legs, you've got armor over both sets of the the lower legs, like, on the knees and such. Um, it also looks like, no, the, the ankle armor is not actually bigger. This is just difference in proportions and CG art versus line art. So nothing really additional on the feet or anything. It's mainly just the knee armor. Because you can see underneath, the thighs are still bare. Um, because I guess they're protected by the skirts, so no need to add the extra weight is maybe the idea. Finally, the backpack. You've added this huge fin arrangement to the backpack. It's very F91-esque. Like... Like, having, like, all, like, the little radiator fins just kind of jutting out of the backpack like that. Mm-hmm. Just, it, that's the only way I could describe it, F91-esque. I mean, that's the only apt comparison. It's it's interesting, because, like, I feel like looking at the colors of this and the, and the shape, it's like you have F91, you have some Gundam X, and you also have clearly, like, Mark II AUG going on. I can kind of see it, yeah. It's interesting. It's a weird uh, little hybrid machine. So, uh, this is, of, of course, made for space, zero-gravity conditions. That's why it has all these thrusters added everywhere, including thrusters on the skirts and whatnot. Um, so, for armaments, I didn't go through the armaments on the other one, because the problem is, it mentions that, uh, it, like, it, they mention the same weapons throughout them, is the problem. There's the MC1 through MC6 and MPC1 through MCP or MPC4 compatible hand weapons. Uh the only one I've ever seen out of all of these weapons that are mentioned is the beam rifle though. Yep. It's a rapid fire beam rifle. The beams are blue. Um based on a consent model of beam rifle. Uh it still has the same beam saber, still has the Vulcans. Uh no real other 
thing going on with this actually, like, thinking on it, um, which is kind of funny, like, it, do it doesn't add any, like, equipment in that way, right? Like, this is just an armor pack for mobility and armor. It's one of the weird things about the G-Savior is, again, very far in the future, after all of Gundam, a machine that is at its, at, it, at the time supposed to be, like, the, the peak of, of mobile suit design, basically, and it's such a basic machine, it doesn't have any gimmick. Yeah. Also, sorry, I'm doing the thing. Fun game for everyone at home. Uh, scroll between the line art, the film art, and the game art, and it is so funny how different this machine looks depending on the medium that is being transmitted. The it, line art looks so much like a seed design. Yes. Well, I mean, think about the era that this is drawn in, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, fair. And, like, uh, this is, I mean, it's Okawara. And Okawara and Seed was just told to make as many Gundams as possible. Mm -hmm. And he, True. he certainly True. fucking did. I got um, another one for you. Yeah? Generate, separate, ablate, vindicate, integrate, obfuscate, undergate, reprobate. Cool. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. I can tell you're enjoying space this mode. bit. This is kind of the default mode. When, th when this is shown in magazines and stuff... This is just the considered the default, right? It's like the ale strike for C mm -hmm. listeners. Um, Very much know. like the ale strike, really. Just but, the ale is mounted on the the hips. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, we do have the other mode for this, which would be the terrain mode. Um, so the terrain mode is, as you can gather from the name, meant to be used under atmospheric conditions. It's kind of a more boring mode, so. You have more square armor capping off on the sides of the torso, like that collar area. Um, the shoulder armor is this very square armor. It does have three thrusters housed in it still. Um, just, but very, like, it's a lot more standard Gundam armor. Um, it does add some big rounded armor to the upper arms as well. Uh, though, again, the piston is still visible, actually. They kept a hole for that, which, again, I think is actually really cool, just as a thing you can see. Um... The front skirts, side skirts, all have um, armor put on them, and the rear skirt is actually, it looks like the same model of armor that they put on the space type, which makes sense. It's just the rear skirt. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what the thing is, though? The way this bulks out kind of is giving me, like, Chabam armor vibes. Uh, just, like, on a smaller degree, but, like, especially, like, the way these skirts are designed. I can I can see, yeah, this, the skirts especially. I do think, overall, it, it looks more to me like... Um... Obviously not overall, but armor design kind of like heavy armsy, like that style of like like mm -hmm. like bulky but still mobile ground Gundam kind of Okawara thing. Yep, and also because this one actually does not have like huge sides or front skirts or side skirts, and for that matter, um, the legs actually have armor on them. So you have this like rounded leg armor, um, and then on the lower leg you get armor. You get actually a lot of additional armor on these legs. Uh, basically, you've got like a whole thing put over the legs. So the, the legs just look entirely new. You've got, like, like big knees on them, uh, a lot more detail, like, around, like, the ankle connecting area and on the front there. And then on the outer part of the leg, you've got, like, just this massive armor. Doesn't even look like... I was At first, I was like, does it have thrusters? But I don't think it does. I think it just has massive leg armor. Just yeah, big, guess, big guess so. leg armor. Um, and then the feet, nothing changed on the feet, I don't 
Oh, wait, actually, no, uh, it does change the feet. If you look at, like, where the uh, ankle armor is, the ankle armor on the original has, like, this, like, circular plug on it. It actually plugs a thing in to make the front of the the front half of the ankle armor thicker. It also has, sure. like, a piece over the toes. Why the hell not? Uh, yeah, there's just, like, a bulky one. This is a very standard Gundam in a lot of ways. I don't think it looks bad. I just think the space mode's kind of cooler, but, you know. Um... This itself also has a variant. This has the terrain mode hover type. Uh, the terrain mode hover type does not actually get to appear in the movie. It did appear in a trailer for the movie. Uh, and we oh, have so like the render. We huh. even have the film like CG of it. But yeah, this is the terrain type. But what we have done is so the oh, uh, I think I forgot to mention it. The standard terrain type doesn't alter the backpack, though. This does. Uh, so what we add to the backpack, you know what's very seed feeling? This backpack feels like a like a tiny version of like the Jin's backpack or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in a weird way, like it's got like these, like like it's not as wingy, like because the you know the Jin's backpacks feel like almost like you know Elytra or something. Mm-hmm. But these are still like they have that like same kind of silhouette and vibe going on with the way that they like sweep down and stuff. And like all the rounded parts on them. Again, this this the line art in general just feels very seedy because the era. It's just Okora drawing in this era. Um. So you got this big backpack attachment. Um, and then you just got some big front uh front skirt attachments with some thrusters and cables going into the uh backpack, along with some very large side skirts that also have cables going into the backpack. And when I say large, I mean they go all the way down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, this is a hover unit. This is so it can do. I I presume Dom-like movements is what I would assume, right? Like it. But I've never seen a hover unit like this before in Gundam. It's very big. Well, actually, okay. So in the trailer, looking at it there, like in that pro, the one promo shot there, I'm wondering if it's actually more of a flight mode than a hover mode. Like it used hover mode, but if you look at it there, it is high up, right? Yeah. So I am imagining this is almost more of like a flight mode than than a uh, true like hover mode. Um, no change on the armaments or anything. It's just you know. Then there, I guess I should say there was no change on the terrain modes armaments. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this gun is really weird because it's like very versatile in its equipment, but not in the weapons, which is different because usually like you know when you do different forms, you also want to do different weapon loadouts. But this thing is always just beam saber and beam rifle and beam shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so... We do have a new acronym, of course, for the ground version. <sighs> okay. This is the Gundanium Special Assembled Vehicle for Inner or Outer Use Revised. Okay. Uh, alright. So, even though the G-Savior was made to have a couple of different modes, um, these oh, that should have been Gundarium, shouldn't it? I'm sorry. What? I let everyone down. It should have been Gundarium. It's Gundarium and Gundam, isn't it? Uh, yes, Gundanium. Gundanium and Wing. Fuck. Yeah. All right. I guess I have to stop doing this bit now because I fucked it up. I had another one I was working on. Tech us from space now. with mobile suits made of Gundanium or something like that. I don't know. For one of our mobile suits. I hate this guy. <laughs> Reduce the forces. All right. No more. Where we no going? more bad we general going? septum impressions. Uh, so these are the two packs, like the two primary modes of the G Savior. Mm-hmm. However, there are upgrades to this 
Two of them, well, they're, in fact. They're also they're also different models, right? Uh, uh, wait, are these upgrades? No, these what are upgrades. The fuck. Okay, so actually, before we talk about that, I should mention. Uh, no, we'll mention this later because fuck it, I'll cover it with another thing. Uh, we'll just go to the G two savior. The G two savior. I really thought this was just going to be a second one. No. So <laughs> this has a frame that is more double jointed. So you'll notice on like the arms and stuff, it actually has like more modern, like what we would consider modern Gunpla kind of parts going on. And this is from Hobby Japan. So, um, so basically it's so it has more flexibility overall. So this is like the one that we see is a G2 savior that is obviously like based on a toned down version of the space mode. Mm-hmm. Still has, like, extra thrusters and stuff on the legs in a really cool way. And I like these, like, feet because the heels are extended in a cool way. Um, I actually really like this design. Yeah, no, this is a cool design. Um, You've got more toned-down skirts uh, than the standard. It, it, basically, this is kind of, like, just... You have a space mode and a terrain mode. This is just marrying the concepts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just a little bit from both. Like, because, like, the skirts are... The front skirts there are from the terrain mode. Then you have, like, some unique, like, pointy side skirts and a unique rear skirt. No backpack attachment, but you've got, like, the space mode shoulders. Uh, and the legs have a lot of extra detail. I really love, like, the thrusters and stuff on the knees on this. I think it looks really cool. Uh, this is just a cool-looking... Yeah, this is a cool-looking custom that someone did. Um, it's the G2 Savior. It has a double-jointed frame. Um... And yeah, it is just basically it has better uh, flexibility and responsiveness. I combine them into like reflexibility or something. Um, So yeah, uh, and it just seems like a really cool, like, this is like trying to like be, this is trying to be the most Gundam thing, right? Like it's just Mm kind of good at everything and is like a good all-arounder. No difference with any of the designs, unfortunately, like with the weapons or anything. But it's a cool-looking G-Savior. Then we're going to get weird. Yes, we are. Because this is from the video game of G-Savior. Because in the video game G-Savior, you deploy the G-Savior in your uh, second mission. And it gets fucking destroyed. And you almost die. Because the person in that game is piloting a cool experimental mobile suit and is like... Ha! That G, that old G Savior. <laughs> Let's see what you can do, Gun. Or he doesn't even say Gundam. Yeah, he calls it like G, this the Savior or something. Like he gives it a dumb nickname when he confronts you. The whole game's in English, and the voice acting's amazing, by the way. Um, so you get the so later on you get upgraded out of the G Savior into the G three Savior. Wait. Or G3rd Savior, I should say. But we Sorry. can't talk about the G3rd before we talk about one of the designs that builds into it. Uh, the J-Savior. Okay, fine. We'll talk about the J-Savior. Problem is, it, it the J-Savior has the thing going on there where if we talk about the G3, we can then back the design uh, uh, end. Okay, okay. You get fine. what I mean, right? I, I do. Because the J-Savior does not resemble the G-Savior or anything. And, you know. All right, let's talk about the G3rd. Okay. <laughs> the G third uh I is you. <laughs> a weird looking Gundam. Uh the CG of it looks weird. Uh the art of it looks real weird, though that art mode the art down there is concept art, so that's why it also looks really weird and the colors are odd. This is like So you've got this bulkier head, right? Like the forehead jewel and the Mohawk have combined. And it's just got this, like, big, massive bulk there. It's got, like, a V-fin that's integrated into the head in a weird way as well. 
and it's got like a pointy quebly shaped chest and it's this is a weird one yeah uh it's got clear blue parts like around the collar area and you've got um yeah you've got like this pointy chest like it's very cubely shaped it's got like you have like the little vent indentations and they are colored yellow but like this is not resembling a gundam chest at all doesn't even have like the chest segmentation it's more of like a turreted chest in a way um i will say though while it looks bulky in the game art uh there's actually a scratch built one for that same magazine thing down there that thins it out a little i think that looks a little better personally it looks sleek yeah it still has like the changes too. Like if you look at the forehead and like the torso, it, it still has like the very turret style torso where like it doesn't have all the segments or like the big forehead jewel. It just looks way sleeker though. Mm-hmm. Um, the shoulders are very similar to the um, the original space mode shoulders. Um, not exact. A few different details, like you know, like extra cuts in the armor, different panel lining. Uh, for the arms, uh, you've got big upper arm armor uh like it is actually fully armored on the upper arms the lower arms you've got so it has a beam saber that is mounted inside of its beam shield there you can see that right so it's got a beam shield but it also has a beam saber housed in it it cannot use both of them at once unfortunately oh yeah missed opportunity but it, it basically instead of like grabbing a beam saber and swinging it it just has a cool big forearm like wrist saber that it shoots out and i mean then... i guess there'd be no point in using both at the same time here's the secret about a beam shield if you swing that at someone it'll cut them yeah it's still a beam it's just wide um yeah no that's that is true um so uh you may notice also on the right arm there, you have like a little hard point clip. This will come up later. Um, for the skirts, uh, you've got these almost more classically Gundam kind of front skirts because they have like the yellow little parts on top of them. This is this in general is like a way more Gundam-y thing in terms of its color blocking because it's just got the, the full tricolor happening. It's weird. This design looks very like looking at the CG of it. It looks very 0083 to me. I kind of see that. Um, you can see it has two side skirts that are like these pointy side skirts with uh, little hard points built into them. And then a large rear skirt again, which actually I believe is the same one that the G2 Savior has. Um, speaking of the G2 Savior, once we hit the legs, as you may notice, these are just the G2 Savior legs. Different color scheme and such, but, you know, you've were got the, the knee thrusters. Were the that big? Those are huge feet. Yeah, no, they were that big. Wow. Yeah. Yep, so the lower legs are just the G2 Savior ones. Um, this also is designed to use packs still, though. So even though like mm-hmm. it is built to be, on its own, a strong Gundam, it is still given all the hard points. So I will also say real quick, we have right. just a Kunio Okawara concept art, and it's gorgeous. Oh, it's really cool. I love the this weird... Is... Like this, like white with like, and like it is tricolor, but the tricolor is only used in faint accents. So you have like ports that are blue or like a tiny little crest across the chest that's yellow. It looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Um, and then you've got like red tips on the back of the little space pack there. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that is just very much concept art. You can see it has a lot of changes from the final. Um, yeah. But, but both are good in their own ways. So, uh, this was designed to use packs, though. Uh, before we get to the packs, though, the standard weapon that it can use, uh, 
we have it having a large beam rifle. It just has a really big one. It's a cool looking mm-hmm. one. Uh, and you can see it in the CG art. So, And then, of course, the beam sabers in the arms and the beam shields in the arms. So those are the standard ones. Then we have the intensive attack mode. Which adds, as you can see... Oh, uh, also should note the backpack on this. Sorry. It has kind of like the old style G-Savior backpack, but with a clip in the middle. And then it's got like two like little sub verniers that look almost like little wings. Should note. Just a minor mm-hmm. thing before we move on. Uh, the intense attack version adds to this backpack by slapping on the little wing sections two giant cannons that can pop up over the shoulder. Uh, these cannons are... Long, uh, they are long-range artillery fire, uh, and it has ammo uh, that is both... So, I'm curious how it reloads this, because you can see the big clips in the sides of them, right? Oh, yeah, I guess Yeah, on the, clips, on the huh? rear shot. If you look at hmm. the skirts, it actually has two reloads. I just don't know how it does that. I mean, it doesn't seem too hard. You just lower, you lower it so it's flush with your back, and you just sort of reach back and slap it back real quick. That doesn't seem too bad. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Just looks, uh, you know, it just I, I looks like it would be some, hard yeah. to reload because of how I mean, big it, those be, magazines are. It feels like it would have to be like I would have to see that backpack like really lock into place because you're doing that blind. So it would have to be like the exact same spot every time because you can't see what you're doing. Yeah, but um, yeah, these cannons, uh, they're cool looking. Uh, doesn't actually do any other changes, just the big cannons, that's the, that's the intensive mode. Um, I guess it technically, it, it mentions that it has thicker armor, but if you look at the design, it doesn't actually change, like, the armor design anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, you know, apparently they do reinforce the armor. I mean, it looks like on, on some of the renders, they give it a little more shoulder armor. Um, let me see. Like, if you look at the, like, the sort of, like, the game like cg like sort of like stat sheet looking one yeah it looks like yeah because the original one has kind of more of a curve on top and it looks a little thicker here it's very minimal and there's like black plating and stuff yeah it's it's weird it's weird um then we have the more exciting mode because this thing is ridiculous uh the ground attack mode and Uh, this is like more more aptly this is the bottoms mode I want to point out real quick yeah. that the game calls it, I assume a typo, the grand attack mode. Yes. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. The the ground attack mode is, this is a bottoms pack. This is literally red shouldering this motherfucker, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's got an over the, on the left side, okay, so new backpack with a bunch of hard points on it. Uh or two hard points, I guess. And then you have a rear skirt piece that has two more hard points, but they all like, you know, are on the back. So here's what we do on the backpack hard points over the left shoulder. We have a missile launcher over the right shoulder. We are, well, I say over, it doesn't actually go over. It pops under, but we have a big unfolding cannon uh, that is called a buster cannon. It just swings under the arm and it can fire from there. Mm-hmm. Um, We've also got, again, very Vodomsy, uh, a, a like, triple-barrel, like, Gatling gun that is equipped on, like, the rear skirt but poking forward, like, under the left arm. Mm-hmm. Which, again, very Vodomsy. Uh, then... Dylan, 
I feel like you're making unfair. I mean, sure, this is kind of bottom Z, but it could be coincidence, right? Uh, okay, then we hit the feet. <laughs> yep. And what we have done is we've removed some of the leg armor and like redone like the inner frame of it. Like it looks really weird. I kind of love the way this looks though. And we've added wheels. This motherfucker skates. And not only does it have the like, does it have the fucking um, what? What am I trying to say? Um code gear style like wheels on the back of the heel that pop down you can see that the 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 foot has been like hollowed out to make room for a wheel there that pops out like a heely it's yeah. so good because here's the thing if you look at the prior image you can or like you know there's an image with it in attack mode like active mode and not so it can still be in foot mode they like remove the heel and yeah they hollowed out the foot and then it's just got like oh you've got a bunch of wheels there and then it can just pop them down yeah just like heelys so good i love this i love this so much it's amazing uh, like again not the biggest fan of the final like like renders of this thing but i love the idea of this ground attack mode especially cuz again it just feels like he's just trying to scan channel a scope dog, especially things like like that Gatling gun being like the way it is. You don't have that ever in Gundam, like yeah. under the arm like that. That's that's just a very like I associate this with like, you know, the red shoulder custom. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any way this isn't a reference. I also really enjoy I mean, just just the detail of like making it look extra like. Vodums has cool looking machines, but it's not interested in in like sleek silhouettes. It's interested in like showing what it would what it, what you would need to make this this thing work. And mm. in that spirit, this Gatling gun just has a huge fucking drum poking out. Yep, yep. It's just got a giant drum on the back of it. It's great. Uh, also, just I I think the folding cannon is cool, but I'm always a fan of under underslung folding cannons. They're always my favorite. Oh, minor thing to mention also uh, on the right arm. Where the beam shield is on, the, like uh, on the left arm. On the right arm, there's a hard point that goes unused in the other forms. However, here we add a uh, little like double. Uh, what is it? It's like a uh, a beam gun. Let's see. Is it a beam gun? Yeah, it says. It's a yeah, beam yeah, gun. it's a double okay. barrel beam gun. Okay. What a weird little thing to add. Just slap it on just the wrist. Little, it's fine. Just a little shout out to the full armor Gundam. You know. Yeah, I couldn't remember for sure. I was just like, I know it slaps like a little thing on there. I just can't remember what. Um, yeah, uh, this form's great. I love this thing. I love the yeah. way that the wheels look and stuff. Um, there's this cool CG, uh, in the thing there of it attacking a, uh, MW Raid, which is a, uh, mobile suit from the video game as well. Uh, and it's skating on the ice because it's, uh, like, on an ice area. And I think that's really cool. Like, here's the thing. The game's not great, but I, I, I'm also a sucker for, like, the um that era of like we're gonna just do this cool cg art in our game like as mm -hmm. loading screens and stuff and i love this i'm just a sucker for this it looks dope i mean you know give it as as soon as you, you have to accept you know even given the cg like it just looks good also uh we're not going to cover it today but suddenly curious about the mw raid because it looks really cool from behind oh yeah no uh the video game has a lot of really cool units uh we'll, we'll talk about those at some point um by the way uh in the video game uh, you actually uh, use this in an assault on the Angel Halo facility. As in, Excuse me. <laughs> yes, the video game actually has uh, you attack a, um, a like basically like the remnants of the Angel Halo that they that the um, 
that that the the group in that game are using as a base. There's also like a dropped colony level and stuff. Like there's a bunch of the game actually very much cares about being a future of UC in a way that I think even the film kind of doesn't. Ha. Huh. Yeah, you fight in the re- <laughs> you have a fight in the remnants of the Angel Halo from fucking Victory. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so uh so to talk about another weird unit here, we have as you mentioned earlier, the J Savior. The J Savior is it, it's a gym. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a G three savior gym, or I guess a G two savior gym, I should say, because it is based on the G two savior. Do you think it's called the J Savior as a shout out to the way you pronounce gym? Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. Okay. I'm. I, yeah. There's no way it's not. Um. This thing's actually a pretty cool look too. It again, the like the way the head is designed and stuff though. This feels like a seed MS, right? <laughs> I, you know, to me, honestly, mm-hmm. like it's a little more Gundamized, but like with its colors and its big like forehead, like red, it looks almost like Gundam by way of uh oh shit, brain. Uh, don't do this to me right now, brain. Yes, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. Now I will say it also looks a bit more mean in the game because again, these are actually like these sketches here are not the final art. These are the concept sketches, like the G3 saviors. So you can see in the game, like, oh, it kind of narrows deep, like, narrows things a little bit. Visor, yeah. Yeah. Um, here's, like, another render where you can see, like, the slightly different colors. I love this render because if you look in the forehead, uh, you can actually see that it's a clear forehead with, like, uh, cameras in it. Which, um, same thing on the um, G3 saviors, big forehead jewel. The thing is, the reason it's implemented with the mohawk is because there is a camera inside of there. Mm-hmm. And same thing here. I just think that's really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. This thing. This thing rules, though. It's like a, it's got like the gym style head, but it's got like this big red like mohawk camera with cameras inside of it. Uh. You've got like it, it's a gym head, but with like a Gundam chin, and I always kind of like that when that when they do that. So it has mm-hmm. like this like little square chin. Um. You've got um. Two vents, like, on the cheek armor uh, on either side, like, these, like, round little vent areas. And then on the back of the head, you have these two antenna that are propped up. Um, Again, you know, pat labor. <laughs> yep. The torso is definitely, like, very much, like, in between the, uh, like, the G2 and the G3 savior. Like, it's got, like, the pointy G3 savior thing, but, like, it's not as flat. Like, it still has, like, you know, very indented areas, like, on the cockpit hatch and, like where the uh, vents are in the chest. So it feels a little bit, it, it doesn't feel quite the same as um, like the G3 savior, which is, you know, the chest is really weird on the G3 savior. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's like all like one thing. This has like a bit more noticeable separation of parts, even in the, like both in the game and the concept art. Uh, shoulders are very similar to the, um, like the space type G saver shoulders, they fucking love those long pauldrons. Not the exact same design, but you know, long swept shoulders with little uh, thrusters on the inside. Uh, mm-hmm. The J saver does have the beam shield with the beam saber on the left arm still, which is pretty cool. Um, skirts are pretty similar to the prior saviors we've looked at. Um, like you know, it's a little bit shortened, but you've still got like. Two front skirt armors with the little yellow piece. You've got these, like, little pointed side skirts. And then you've got a... Uh, don't have a good picture of the rear in-game. 
but the the rear CG art of it, it's just it's like the same rear skirt that they've been using on all the designs. Um, for the legs, again, like kind of a simplified version of the G3 legs. Like you don't you still have like the thrusters on the front of the knees, but they're like much smaller and more subdued. They look they look like how you expect them to look on a mobile suit actually. Whereas like the G3 has like these big like scoops on them in a way that you don't really expect uh it still has thrusters on the back of the legs uh kind of i like the ankle armor on this i didn't notice this until now but i really like the like the weird ankle armor because it's like plugged in at the base of the foot and then it's got like this little like piece on a clip that uh goes over the front of the foot huh just like that design um pretty high heel on this too actually looking at it it has a big gap between the front toe and the heel here not uh, as much as the Savior, but the yeah. G-Savior, I should say. It does have a very big beam rifle also. Uh, this is a strong machine. It's not, like, it's a gym, but it is, it is not, like, a weak machine, hmm. is the thing. Um, yeah, it, it does it's, have... It says its performance is better than the base G-Savior, so... Yeah, well, no wonder the base G-Savior gets fucking wrecked at the start of the game. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny enough. that the game starts with you getting wrecked in the G-Savior, by the way. It's like, oh, we're piloting the thing that the game is named after. Oh, it, it sucks, actually. It's terrible. Um, there's also the high mobility uh, parts for the J-Savior, which consist of putting some extra uh, thrusters like on the backpack. Uh, and then on the side skirts, uh, again, very seed-like, kind of like these big chunky thrusters just pointing downward along with this big rear skirt extension that's like a big uh just another big thruster mm-hmm. i like the high mobility modes a lot for these it's, uh, i like it a lot i like this one more than than the the uh g2 that's fair this one's really cool yep uh here's the really good in-game cg where you can see uh some of the high mobility ones in the back there along with some mm-hmm. normal ones also, its in-game model looks really good. Like, not not the CG one, just oh, like just the, the actual yeah the gameplay model. Yeah, looks great. Early PS2, so they they are going with like the uh, we have to definitely make this more detailed than a PS1 model, but we we haven't like mastered things, so it has this like really like the model is, seems pretty simple overall, but you have this very detailed texture work going on, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. I, yeah. I I like the look of early PS2 games is the thing. I like the look of almost all PS2 games. You know what? That's a fair point. Um, uh, I also want to talk about a non-canon variant, or I, I, I guess it's non-canon, right? The space mode. Uh, yes. So there is an unused space mode, uh, which is basically just a cooler version of the space mode from the G Savior. Honestly, like I love the way this backpack looks on the uh, the J Savior space mode. It is it is again a spin on the F91 but it's it's more unique in its own dire- like it looks like a fusion of like F91 with again saying it again some more seed elements. Yep. And then you've got like these I like the side skirts too cuz they add fins to the side skirts so they kind of match the backpack a bit better. Mhm. Um I I just really like the way this thing looks. I, I also the Okawara work because it's like full color art rather than just his normal like uh, line art being used and like with anime colors, I love his color work is the thing even like especially in this area era. It just looks good. <laughs> just a good looking machine. Yeah. Um, now because I know we won't talk about it otherwise. Uh, 
And because it does have relation to the G-Savior, there are, there's one other unit we need to talk, well, two other units, but one of them doesn't have a picture, so we'll just mention it. Uh, the RGM-196 Freedom, which is the <laughs> actual gem of the G-Savior film. Can you imagine, can you imagine having the fucking audacity to name your mass-produced mobile suit the Freedom? You motherfuckers. It's very funny. Also, the <laughs> CG model for this thing, fucking hilarious. In the picture gallery there, look at how stiff that looks. That looks like someone took oh, a picture <laughs> of like an old Transformer from the 80s and that like they didn't know how to pose, which to be fair, in my experience, a lot of Transformers fans know how to not pose their models. Not talking to anyone on this podcast, I don't think, uh, who listens here. I just, my, uh, Ivy, who you have heard on prior episodes, likes Transformers and we look at reviews of stuff and people love posing their Transformers in the most default, I am standing with my arms at my side and my gun at my side way. And that's what this, that CG model is, is in that This post. thing just, like, this this guy just, like, somebody just spilled a glass of ice water on him. And he's like, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's cold. <laughs> Fuck. It's so Sucks. bad. Also, the, even the art for this, though, what a weird-looking machine. Uh, this is just, like, the boxiest gym ever. So, the head is very, you know what's weird about this? Um, let me see. Is that what's weird is that the head is fucking um, blue destiny vanguard. Oh, that's where you're going. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I was gonna say what this looks like to me very much so is the shape of the glasses. If you look at the head. Oh sure. Look at that. It's just it, it has like the blue destiny like kind of thing going on. It's so weird. But the way it's inset gives me like Denon Zone vibes. Right? I can see that too. Yeah. Um. Does have a Mohawk camera, has had Vulcans, uh, has, again, the bulkiest torso ever. It looks very similar to the G-Savior torso, just inelegant, I guess. Right? Just like, like very blocky like, cockpit Someone hatch. was like, okay, you have seven polygons, make the G-Savior. <laughs> yeah, uh, the shoulders are just like these big square shoulders. You've got very nondescript upper arm, very large forearms that are very nondescript other than the beam shield generator on the one arm. And that they're so stubby. This is like the simplest, like, this is such a simple robot in a weird way. <laughs> uh, the backpack is integrated into the torso also, so it's kind of like, like, kind of reminds me of like the power gym or something because like of the weird shape of it. Um, I understand what you're saying, but I am a little offended. <laughs> yeah i mean the power gym is a much better version of this but yeah uh it yeah. does have a single beam saber on like a round like rotating thingy for grabbing it i'm assuming that can rotate that looks like it should um the skirts are again the most bare bones ass skirts ever just they have a little bit of detail on the top of them like you have a little blue mark same with the crotch piece then the side skirts they're just squares the rear skirts some squares there is like a little hint of like some thrusters in them but they're they're so simple and geometric in a weird way. Even the thighs are too. Like if you look at the back of the thighs, look at like the angles going on here. Like it's square in ways that you don't expect out of like Gundam designs generally. That's weird. Um, and same with these legs. You've got these very big knees. Um, and just a lot of flat panels. It's like Okora was told, okay, we need a model. Like we need a model that's not going to like that we can render a bunch of on screen at once. So just make it as low poly as possible. And he like did a low poly drawing. 
It's so and weird. The legs actually have a decent amount of detail with like the thrusters and like on the back of the legs you have like m- more little thrusters, but it's just <laughs> a then, weird looking suit. And then you click one image further in the in mm. the sort of the top header and you see the the in movie render and it looks even shitty. It's so bad. I <laughs> Look at the hands. Like, what were they doing? Look, the arms look even shorter. I'm sorry. I uh, Look, I am a very, very, very amateur 3D modeler who keeps falling off of it. I think if given enough time, I could do probably better than this. I know. It's got, I know. It's got a Gundam chin on its chest. It's, like, abdomen looks like a vacuum bag. <laughs> it's so terrible looking. It look, Like I said, this looks like a jank toy, right? Like, even the arms. Like, if you look at the proportion of the arms... This looks like this looks like you were like a kid and then someone went to the dollar store and bought you like a transformer from the dollar store. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really rough. I hate it. <laughs> I I And then look at the novel artwork of it down in the picture gallery. How fucking cool they make it look in the novel. <laughs> well, you can't do that. That's so funny. <laughs> These are not the same machine. You just you just actually used a gym for that one. It's just so weird too because it's like this design feels very undetailed, and then uh, we're not going to talk about it this episode. But if you look in the page with this thing's design, where it's very simple and clean, then look below it at the guppy, uh-huh. <laughs> which has like all the shading and stuff. Uh, that's a non-Okawara design, but still, it's like like I said, it just feels like they told Okawara do the simplest thing ever, do like the most bare bones gym you can think of I, oh right it's referred to as the old dog by its pilots too it also doesn't get a beam rifle it just has a machine gun oh yeah i guess it does it can also carry a physical shield even though it has a beam shield and both forearms okay um this was developed into the f savior by the way which is from the radio drama and it, this was what was eventually turned into the g savior uh you can see a little bit of art of it from one of the, like, radio drama, like, art books, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks like a fan... It looks like a... It, it does just look like an in-between of, like, the G-Savior and the, um... The, um... What the is J-Savior. it? Freedom. Freedom. freedom G-Savior yes, and Freedom. Me. I forgot its yeah. name already. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> oh, fuck. F-Savior. Right. So it's probably saying Freedom Savior. But also, F is right before G. Ah! No! <laughs> Illuminati! <laughs> they got you again. Alright, well, yeah, and I think that covers all of these G-Savior units for this episode. Though, at the rate we're going, these will not be the last G-Savior units we get, because I kind of want to talk about some of the other ones too now. But. Honestly, like, you know, as as much as I, I do think... I, I am here to say G-Savior is not a good movie. I'm a sorry, Abnormal Mapping. Um, it's a fun movie. It's Yeah, it's enjoyable to watch with friends. Um, same way that, I, you know... Go ahead. The same way a lot of trash fires are, but... Sure, yeah. Um, but these designs are legit bangers. Yeah, no, the, the, the thing is, I've always been like this because... So, so people who know me in the Discord know that I have a tendency to actually like things that are not in animation and stuff, and I can like very much appreciate a design divorced of its context. That's how I f- used to feel about these. Though, the last time I watched G-Savior before I watched it with Abnormal Mapping was when I was way younger, 
and I was way less like I was like I still sometimes get like this. It's like how I get with like thinking about that Gundam live action movie for Netflix where I'm just like, "Uh, I hate it because the existence of it just makes it everything bad." Um and I was like that with G Savior for a while and now I can kind of appreciate like how silly it is in as an idea given that it was just a dumb 20th, you know, anniversary like film project that they thought to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's fun. All right. So, with that, question time. Question time. We have some questions for you. Uh, So, we're going to go ahead and start off. We got three questions. Uh, We're going to start off with a a nice quick one. Um, This one's from uh, Vi on Twitter. Okay. You guys talk a lot about mobile suits, but what about the normal suits or just pilot suits in general? Uh, which ones are your favorites or which one stood out the most? Ooh, okay. All right, I'm thinking. So, as I almost like am thinking, should I load up G-Gen's character creator so I can get a good look at these? <laughs> thinking on them. There are some normal suits that I like more than others. Like, I... Okay, so future gundam from like ggp but i do like uh a lot of the double o uh celestial being uh hmm, okay. pilot suits uh a little bit skin tight but i like their helmet designs a lot is the thing um yeah, uh, yeah i get that um i find the colors really boring on them but that's fair um, um i like i like i almost really like the um the zaft uh red coat ones i think the helmet on them is really great how they have like, like the a... shock protector for the head or something. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the look, but the problem is they have that part on the upper part of the body, which is just like the rubber, right? And then even worse, like it looks like like <laughs> when you when you put it on a female pilot, it looks like there's a rubber boob pocket, and I think it looks terrible. Oh, that's <laughs> it looks fair. So bad. Oh. Okay, so if we're talking a full suit, uh, uh, this is kind of a normal suit. I guess it's like a pilot suit because I don't know if they use these in space. Uh, again, from Double O though, I am gonna say, uh, I fucking adore the HRL setup. HRL suit, suit is very good because I love that helmet that that like plugs into like you know the mobile suit and stuff, and like has like the little like visor thing. It's just really cool. You know what my my answer is actually also double O. I think my favorite suit is the flag fighters. The flag fighters look fantastic. Oh yeah, no, those those just look like those are. I mean, as they should. These are like when you're playing Ace Combat. What you what the costumes they got the guys to wear like in that like your your little Ace team for your main character. Hmm. Uh. I, I will say in double O or not in double God in GBO two. Um, I am and forever rocking the quest pilot suit. Yeah, yeah, the quest one's pretty good. Uh, the Neo Zeon ones of that era are pretty good. It kind of in the same way as the Double O ones; they just feel very sleek. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, another good one to mention. Actually, thinking on it, you know what's a good uh pilot suit as well? Uh, the Wing Zero pilot suit. Mm. I-, I do think that's a pretty cool one. Like the, uh, hold on, specifically like that, the, like the, the edgy like black the... and red and white one, this one. Yeah. 
I like it though. It is good. Um, there's there's also just the general um I, I think it's like, like a, a variant of that is the like. Oh, I'm getting a 403 on the damage actually. Oh, oh, whoops. Probably no hot linking allowed. Well, you know the you know what one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, and there's a like there's like a color variant of that, that they use a lot in endless waltz. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, other dumb one completely skipped my mind. Uh, even though it fucking rules. Uh, Loran's pilot suit in turn A. Uh, the, oh sure. That that one's a really good one, and I like the helmet for it a lot. He doesn't. He he wears it a fair bit actually n- near to the end, but um, yeah, that suit's pretty good. Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to think of any others. I'm sorry for shouting out so many, but... Uh, oh, I have two more. I think Crossbone is a crime, but the pilot suits in Crossbone with like their pauldrons, I like. They're good. They're good. And finally, uh, sort of future Gundam uh, from uh, Hathaway's Flash, the Mafti pilot suit for the Kasi Gundam specifically, like the one that's made for piloting the Kasi. I really like it. I don't remember it. Uh, hold on. Trying to quickly find it. Oh, this, the, the, like, the black and yellow one? Black and yellow one, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I like that suit quite a bit. Um. There's something about the way, there's, there's something about the look of it that feels really, like, I think specifically the way the, like, the upper coat part of it connects to the pants that looks really nonchalant. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like a t-shirt or something, right? Yeah. It looks more like a shirt, which I think is kind of neat. Like, I, yeah. It, 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 here's the thing. If it's tightly fit and it's made more for doing, like, atmospheric op- operations, it kind of makes sense that it's not just, like, a skin-tight bodysuit. Well, and, it, and from the concept art, there is there is, there is is a skin-tight body. Like, those pants continue to go up. There is a full bodysuit, and then this, like, jacket thing is put over it. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I see it in the concept art there. Yeah, it's good. I like the it's way good. it looks. And I like yeah. the armor, like, because it, it does have, like... It has, like, shock armor, right? Like, it has armor uh-huh. on the parts of your body that you would want armor when you're in a mobile suit, like, on your shoulders and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah, sorry. Sorry for naming a lot of them. It's hard to name a favorite. I just... A lot of them are cool. <laughs> All right. All right, well, next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, question from Mechanisa. What are y'all's first experiences and best experiences with Gunpla? Uh, oh, my okay. my first is from a million years ago. I built the um the original one one forty four wing Gundam when I was a kid. Okay. As far as best, I have to think about it. But okay, so my ooh okay, I'm gonna name two different first because there's two different eras. There's when I was a child. I built the Death Scythe at some point. I know it because mm. it was the high-grade size Death Scythe that they sold in the U.S. Um, during the time Wing was airing. And I know it because also I colored the... Because uh, the um, Scythe is not colored on that, like the, the beam blade. I colored it with a green uh, marker because I was a child and I didn't know what to do. And also, I didn't know how to get the pieces out good. So I kind of tore them out by hand. So there's a bunch of stabby bits all over the thing. And I cut my hands up real bad because I was like a eight-year-old or something when i did this mm-hmm. um i actually found that when uh when i was moving uh in one of my old boxes and uh i was like oh, i kind of want to keep this for sentimental reasons but we're throwing a bunch of stuff out so we'll put it in the with the rest of the toy recycle um 
also in there was two other early things non-Gunpla that I had, but that I had before I was into Gundam. I had a MSIA Medea playset, like the, you know, like the Matilda ship, and then uh, it came with three Doms and a little Gundam that were all like little tiny things. I had that early on. And then I had an MSIA Zagok, and I was like, why isn't this in the show? This is such a cool robot. I haven't seen this in Gundam Wing yet. Oh, maybe it's in that G Gundam <laughs> show that's coming on soon. Yeah, that's where it was. And no, no, it wasn't. I was very oh. disappointed. I, I eventually, at some point in the future, had uh, known uh, a friend of the family had a PS2 and had like Gundam versus Zeta Gundam on it or something, like one of the versus titles. And I saw mm-hmm. it there, and I freaked out because I was like, oh my god. And... That kind of is what dominoed into, like, me getting slightly interested in Gundam, then ignoring it, and then eventually I got into it, like, properly in, like, 2010. I want to say is like, when I really got into it. Right when I hacked my PSP. <laughs> hmm. um, but then for Gunpla there, uh, my first actual Gunpla when I got into it then was a huge mistake. I got the Master Grade Unicorn Gundam. Oh no! And me being me of this era, I didn't think it was a bad model. I simply thought I was a terrible builder, and I was so scared of touching my Master Grade Sananji with it that I, because I bought them both together from like someone on some listing on like eBay where they were selling it a bit cheaper than you could find them normally. So I was like, oh, I'll buy both. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I, Gundam is cool. Unicorn is new. I'll grab a unicorn and a Sananji. That's cool, right? And then I did, and then uh, I, I the Sananji was a fine build. It has some issues, but the fucking unicorn let me tell you what a kit to bring yourself through with for the like relearning the idea of getting into gundam hmm. terrible model i can say this confidently now anyway a uh, long rambly story but there we go plus it gives you time to think of more <laughs> yeah i think as far as as like ones that really stood out in my memory that i'm really fond of um i i very early on in getting back into gundam and gunpla i built the uh uh, high grade the origin uh Sharzaku 2 and that's mm-hmm. just a great fun build just like so many cool accessories and it builds together in such a cool way um mm-hmm. i my first rg was the titans mark 2 and i think that's despite being an old rg it's a really sick kit mm-hmm. and then as far as just like i have a really personal story with the uh with the rg impulse the force impulse because I started working on that and then I lost a part. Oh no. And I was like, and I got so discouraged. I legitimately stopped working on Gunpla for six months. Oh no. I was just like, I was just like, I, this fucking sucks. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can make this thing work without that piece, whatever. And I picked it back up and it was, the piece was in the bottom of the box and I just hadn't seen it. Oh. And so there's that. And then there's the part where I was like, this thing is not going to come together. Like, how is this supposed to work? And I folded up the core fighter and I shoved it in there and I was like, this is the coolest shit. This, how this like looks so cool. It's so fun to assemble. And somehow it's still really stable. Mm hmm. Is amazing. Have I ever had that kind of? So one of my first major super good experiences with the gunpla was me getting the Zaku 2.0, and that just mm-hmm. like unlocked a part of my brain that was just like, oh, master grades. <laughs> These are the yeah. coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed that build overall. Like, just again, not a lot to even like really say. Just like. I was like, oh, there's pistons, and they even put, like, the, they molded, like, a little generator and stuff that you could put a little thing on. That's so cool. Um, and I, it, it, like, it blew my mind in, like, a way that was just, like, 
made me realize that yeah no that unicorn sucked and then i that was when i got the confidence to build the sananjiro after that and then i was like oh this model's all right um i'm trying to think if there's any that i've had like because you like mentioned like the way that you you know you put the core fighter in there and all came together i'm trying to think if i ever had like one like that where it like really like i did something like that and it was just like oh i get mm -hmm. it this is cool um actually thinking on it i may have had that i i did have that with the first gundam because that was the first one I built that had, like, a core fighter. And I did have that kind of feeling, too, of, like, oh, this shoves in the chest, and this is cool. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't on a great model. It was on the Master Raid Full Armor Gundam, which is... I mean, the base build is fine, like, on underneath, because it's just the 2.0 Gundam. Uh, the armor, on the other hand, is adhered to via sticky parts, because they did not make the 2.0 Gundam with the Full Armor Gundam in mind. And they were mm. like, shit we can't re we if we remold this with all the notches that's not worth it for such a niche shoot suit so you basically could either use the double sticky pad or do what i did which was cement a bunch of the pieces on um it's disappointing but uh core fighters here's the thing i think core fighters are kind of silly but i do like when you build a model and they work good um same with like actually i like that on the uh torso for the uh double zeta verka as well uh just the way that it like tucks in there is just like oh this fits really snug you would think it would be a point of weakness it is not <laughs> um but yeah uh was there one more question one more question this one's from salamancor okay uh it's a bit of a lengthy question okay what genius at the earth alliance came up with the plan of putting super tech like phase shift armor and beam weapons in mobile suits that naturals are unable to pilot you have mobile armors that your pilots can use put the new tech into an upgraded version of those not the ms that only your enemy can use the flaga and a mobius zero upgraded with that tech would have been unstoppable and your normal pilots would have been immune to gins secondary question why isn't there an mg or rg mobius zero uh the secondary question is easy to answer it's just that that's they're not used to engineering that kind of design it would be sick as shit they should do it but they are way more used to building inner frames for mobile suits than mobile armors yeah i should still do it they should still do it um i'm actually gonna look real quick i'm curious if they did a mobius with like those weird ship models for seed at the time because you see well you do that so yeah. here's the thing right obviously if you actually like take like actually look into the the you think hard about the setting of seed the naturals versus coordinators thing is completely fucked and nonsense and they haven't thought about you know reality right? right but if you just accept what the setting is saying that you can become a coordinator for free and become a super person instantly naturals are all dumb fucks anyway so of course they didn't uh, think this through so with the ex model set they did do a seed, uh, a quote-unquote seed mecha set that is uh, the um, the Moby Zero and the Sky Grasper. Uh, they are both molded in one color. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, the unfortunate thing is the models themselves, the build of them isn't too, too bad because you can actually, like do the the gun barrels on the on the wires and even have them like pop out and stuff but they molded them all in one color this is the to be fair comma this is the line that is marketed towards um people who build like ship and like vehicle models is the thing mm -hmm. like the ex models are usually things that like 
various ships and i think that that audience is more used to the idea of painting them anyway still very disappointing yeah also not the right scale for anything uh these are like i don't know if they're scaled i don't see a scale listed on this hold on i'm taking a second look oh apparently these are 1144th scale huh okay that looked a little big to me but eh, i guess not okay i guess the mobius is bigger than i was thinking weird Anyway, yeah, I I wish they would do that. Um, seed, see, talk, talking C tech is nonsense. Like, I'm sorry, I know I should engage with it, right? Because I do it with UC stuff that is dumb all the time. C tech, though, and like talking about like why people make decisions in seed, is kind of hard because in my experience, trying to do that is a path to ruin. Because yeah. Accepting the show on its own terms, it's, I don't know. I mean, like, part of the premise of the setting is uh, there was a tragedy, and in response to that, the the people in space invented a device that changes how physics work. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a hard question to answer. It would be really sick to get a, either... I think, and I, I don't want to go into to future spoilers much, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of leave it at this. I mean, obviously, feel free to comment, but don't derive too much from this. It would be really cool if LaFlaga got either an enhanced Mobius Zero or a mobile suit that felt like an extension of the Mobius Zero. Um, Mobius Zero fucking rules. Mobius Zero is really sick. That's the thing. It is even called a Mobius Zero. You could theoretically, it should theoretically have upgrades, right? You don't call something a zero if there's not going to be a one, two, and all that. Mobius raised Tutin. Sh shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay, we're done. Um, all right. Well, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me online at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Uh, for the shows I do, I mean, you're here. Um. <laughs> Quick announcement, next week, I may have another clearer voice because I have audio problems because my line-in cables are busted, like, on the tower side of things. So I'm going to have an external mic. I'm going to be, like, a real podcaster instead of this fake thing that I am right now. <laughs> Listening to a lot of podcasters, you are more real than a lot of them. And I don't, I, I'm not doing, like, you're a real one. I mean, like, that's just, that's just, I don't know what the fuck that even means in this context. I just mean, like, you would be... You know, you've listened to a lot of podcasts. Some people who are quite big do not invest. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't mean to invest. I'm only doing it because I don't like that it's giving you audio bleed from my audio cable, even when sounds are completely muted. The yeah. worst curse of all. It's pretty wild that you can like literally turn your sound off and just on a motherboard level, it's still fucking this up. Yeah, no, it's just the cables, the, the line ins, uh, but even the ones in the back, by the way, do this. So before anyone mm -hmm. suggests, oh, well, you could try to plug them into the back ones. No, it's same thing. Um, Asus, you bastards build better line. How, how long have line in ideas existed and microphones and shit? I feel like this should be a solved issue and there shouldn't be crosstalk between like a micro, like a, like the wires, but whatever. I mean, I, I do think you just got a defective one. I don't think I've, I, this is a, this is pretty unusual. Not unusual but, enough though, that I couldn't find examples of it. 
Fair enough. Fair I enough. feel. I just feel like it should be a solved thing. I don't know. This is how I am about. Look, this is how I am about certain technologies. It's just like how I hate setting up printers because I feel like printers should be solved and they're not. Instead, printers are evil boxes that are like, okay, well, you installed the drivers that are proper for this printer, but your computer is not recognizing it or sending, like, you know, the prints to it. And anyway, I've had a lot of bad experiences with printers as well, and I've had a lot of bad experience with with AV. They're my two things that I hate. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, you, you can find me on the poly robot on twitter.com. All right. You can find me at sickdetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, DMs are open if you have questions or suit requests. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, Do it. Do it. Uh, you can also find my work <laughs> at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. And oh. folks, yep, what, what's up? Oh, I realized why I didn't. Okay, the reason why I was like, huh, this list still feels small, though. You can scroll down on the, oh. um, on the oh. listener request list. I'm not going to look down there. I'll leave those as a surprise. Yeah, you can you could scroll down. I look, I didn't. Though the stuff later on might be the list of things that we've already covered. That might be what you're thinking of. Oh, is that what I this all mo- is? I just I just move them to the bottom so I can track them. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, them. Okay, thirty-two requests. That's still not bad. For some reason, I was thinking. Oh wait, it's duh. It's a D twenty, so that makes sense. That's okay. Sorry. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Until Logistics. next time, friends and folks. Shopping. Peace. Everything about how this week is an episode of Gundam Seed where they're trying to figure out who can uh who can grease up Kira's kebab. Mm-hmm.